This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. We are marching towards week 13 of the NFL season. It's a little depressing as those numbers get higher and higher and higher and higher as we work through the weeks of the NFL season. Pretty soon it'll be week 18, and then it's great because the playoffs start, but as teams get eliminated, there's lesser and lesser games, and then I'm very scared of the darkness of the of the nuclear winter that is the summer of no football. And, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to shake a little bit, but hey, hey, hey. I'm not going to worry about that yet because we still got a lot to go here. It's it's about enjoying the moment. And right, right now at the moment, we each got ourselves some top 10 teams that we got to go through here as it is a Wednesday on the Steelers standard. So Jacob Rex got his 10. I got my 10. Let's power rank it up. Starting at number 10. Who you got? I'm putting the Buffalo Bills at number 10. Ooh. I was debating all day long. Bills, Titans. Bills, Titans. Bills, Titans. The Titans are 8-4. and four. I mean, they're in third place, but tied with the Patriots with that same record. Just a half a game behind the Ravens for the number one seed in the AFC. But the Bills mollywhopped the Saints this past Thanksgiving. The Titans lost yet another game, and they got trounced by the New England Patriots. So, based on their form and the Titans really not playing well, and I think we're kind of starting to see that Derrick Henry injury catch up to them. Couldn't give the Titans the nod. They're right on the outside. But I'll start with the Buffalo Bills at number 10. On paper, I still think this team has everything they need to win the AFC, to go to the Super Bowl, to win the Super Bowl. Games aren't played on paper, though, and they've been nope. struggling lately. Maybe that big win against the Saints will kind of spark them in the right direction. But it also needs to be taken with a grain of salt because – Trevor Simeon was the starting quarterback. Right. Alvin Kamara didn't play. Right. A couple of their starters on the offensive line were out. A couple wide receivers were out. It was it was the Saints JV squad that they beat. And they did what you're supposed to do against the team's JV squad. But a lot will be said this coming Monday about the Buffalo Bills and their current status. When? When they play host to the New England Patriots on Monday Night Football. But for right now, I got the 7-4 and four Bills. At number 10 in my power rankings for week 13. Totally fair assessment. I get the trepidation. I get it. They're not even first place in their own division anymore. Wild to think that it's taken this little amount of time for, for the Patriots to, get to, to catch point, up. Right, for the Patriots to get there. I get it. They're still a good team. Josh Allen not playing his best football. But overall, they're a good team. They lose Tredavious White, Tom. That's a big blow. That is going to really, really hurt them as the season progresses, no doubt. Who's your number 10? My number 10? I don't know if they were my top 10. I think they were, but they're on the very edge of it this week. The Indy Colts. Okay. They really it's held in there. a good performance that they, they had. They really held the in there with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I had said before that you, game started on this show. I think you had the Colts at like six or five last week. I think I did. I think I had them at five. It's a pretty far drop for a pretty good showing good point you're regretting my, you're regretting it right now aren't you huh you're regretting no, it a little bit no, no, aren't no, you? okay no, no, okay no, okay okay, okay i'd said if the Tampa Bay buccaneers shut down jonathan taylor i won't be over the moon impressed with that they're a really good run defense this is just one kid in front of them they should be able to take care of business on the contrary i said if jonathan taylor could have a really good day against the Tampa Bay buccaneers i'll be far more impressed by that performance 
He didn't have a great day. But he had 80 yards on the ground, a touchdown. It's still pretty good for one guy. As you said in a previous episode, I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the number one rushing defense in the league, right? Only yeah. in front of the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens by a couple yards, yep. So to have one individual run for 80 yards on a touchdown, I'd say it's a pretty good day for Jonathan Taylor. Pretty good day overall for the Colts. Now, granted, they did give up another big lead. I think I've seen somewhere every time they've had a double-digit lead, or at least three times they've had double-digit leads, they've lost. One of them was against one of the two times against Tennessee. Another one was that Monday night game against Baltimore. And then this past week against the Buccaneers. So that gives me a little a little reason to be cautious because you can't be giving up three double-digit leads on the season. You know, you can't be doing that, especially when you get to the playoffs. If you have a lead, you got to hold on to it. But I, right now, I like them at my number 10. My number nine team in the power rankings is a team that hadn't has not won a single game in the past month of football, but I'm still keeping them in there because I still see the potential, I guess. And is it the LA Rams? It's the LA Rams. Tom, I gotta be honest, you won't be seeing any LA Rams in my top ten. Yeah, it was tough for me to put them in mind. They were zero and three in the month of um, November. November, like I said, they just lost the game to the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau, which. Good luck going into Lambeau and beating the Packers this year. But something's up with the Rams, man. They they have not looked like themselves really since making the Ob- Odo Beckham Jr. trade. I'm not saying that was the reason why. They lost the week before that to the Titans as well. But it, it, it's just a weird kind of coincidence that like things have not clicked really since a week prior to that and then since that acquisition was made. And a lot of people who, you know, love to do the hot takes and love to, you know, connect dots every once in a while would say, well, Odell is a coach killer, is a team killer, and that's why I think they miss Robert Woods. I think Robert, I think so too. I think Robert Woods just Fits brought team a lot so better. much to that offense. And I think Cooper Cup was able to do all of his things because he had Robert Woods freeing him up on the other side. And I think that Robert Woods ACL injury kind of got swept under the rug because it happened literally in parallel to Odell coming. Right. So everybody was super excited about Odell that they're kind of like, oh, Robert Woods, who's Robert Woods? He's not a, an every household name. They have Odell. They'll be fine. But losing Robert Woods, I think, really hurt this football team. They got a chance to get back on track against the Jaguars this week. So I sp- suspect they'll get to 8-4. and four. But then they got to place the Arizona Cardinals the week after that, a team that they have already lost Lost to this year. So big one for them coming up. But I know it's tough when you're 0-3 to still be considered a top-10 team in the power rankings. But based on the capital they had built up and the fact that you can go 0-3 and still be 7-4 and in the fifth seed in the NFC, it's some you have to commend that somewhat. And, again, on paper, I still think they're one of the better teams in football. So – at the moment, sitting at number nine, but definitely trending in the wrong direction. Oh, absolutely. So much so that I told you that I don't even in my top ten. My number nine team, the Tennessee Titans. Okay. A team that you mentioned earlier, you, you just don't know where to put them because right now they're on a two-game losing streak, and the two losses couldn't be more different. Right? The first loss came against the Houston Texans, a game they absolutely should have won. I don't care if – it's Derrick Henry out there, or if it's Adrian Peterson out there. The Tennessee Titans need to win that game in order to keep their grasp or keep themselves in the running for the number one overall seed. Right, Tom? Yeah. They're sitting at, I believe, on the year, they're still 8-4. and four. 
and I'm not going to I'm not going to sugarcoat the loss of the Patriots. It was a bad loss. It was your we had said it's a big test game for both of these teams. For Tennessee to prove that they're still um, among those top teams in the AFC and for New England to say, "Hey, we've we're back. We, you need we're to take us seriously. We are all the way back." And Tennessee really dropped the ball on this one. But I'd be a lot higher on the Titans if they were 9 and 3. If they had taken care of business with the Texans instead of 8 and 4 on a two-game losing streak. Is this the starting the start of an unraveling for this team? I don't know. But certainly without Derrick Henry and with that loss against the Texans in mind, I don't know if they make it to the first round by or not. Well, that's what I was just going to say. I don't know if this team is completely cooked, but I think their first round by and number one seed hopes might be cooked because I look at the Ravens and I look at the Patriots as two teams that have the paths that are, I don't want to say easier because the Titans schedule is so soft, but the Patriots are playing better football than most in the NFL right now. And the Ravens are just masters at winning one score games. So the track record would tell me the Ravens will win a lot of close games down the stretch. The Patriots will win a lot of games down the stretch and the Titans will lose a game that they should win to the Texans. Maybe the Chiefs can win out. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think it's getting a little dark as far as the Titans' number one seeds are concerned, and that's big because they need that badly. If they somehow pull off a win in Wild Card Weekend, all bets are off. If they get Derrick Henry they back be in the, the second round, yeah. yeah, they could be my favorite. My number eight team is another team from the NFC West. I got oh. the San Francisco 49ers wow, cracking into like the top that. ten power they the power right rankings. They were on my border, and I put in the Colts above them, yeah, but I like yeah, that pick yeah, a lot. Yep, yeah. the Niners have won three straight games. One of them was against the Jaguars, so we don't really care about that, but they beat the Rams significantly at home, and then they beat the Vikings at home. Vikings were everybody's darling last week after beating the Packers. It's funny because I'm a you know me I love I think the Vikings are a great team and everybody after last week was on that train with me. They were saying, "You know sure. what? Here's the Vikings, here's Big the Vikings." Division win against the Packers. We were looking at the wrong team. We were. It's the Niners. The Niners are the team that's going to come hot at the end of the year, stack some wins, get in as a wild card and be one of the more dangerous wild card teams that you have to face. Let's not forget the betting odds had them as the favorite to win the NFC West at the beginning of the year. Vegas doesn't just pull that out of thin air. This team has a lot of talent that underachieved during the early parts of the season and had to deal with some injuries. But they're healthy now. Jimmy G's playing really well in that. I mean, it was almost a foregone conclusion to people that Trey Lance was going to take that job over from him. It was just a matter of time. And Jimmy G, to his credit, has not only held him off, but has played really well. And has put these Niners back into playoff positioning. We all know that their running game is so prolific with Kyle Shanahan's zone run scheme. And Debo Samuel has just become a star. I mean, he has become an absolute star at that wide receiver position. So they got a lot of weapons on offense. And Jimmy G's playing well, protecting the football. Their defense is still a pretty solid defense as well in San Francisco. I mean, they got a Bosa brother over there. You know, anytime, anytime you got a Bosa brother, it's you, be tough you, to deal with. you got some help on that defensive front. So... I like the Niners. I like the way they're trending. I like the way they're playing. Go to Seattle this week. Tough to win in Seattle, but Seattle is reeling. You should get to 7-5 and five before a big showdown against the Cincinnati Bengals looms in just a couple weeks. A little Super Bowl rematch there, Niners and Bengals. But I, I like the way this Niners team's trending. And if I had to pick Vikings or Niners, I'd, I'd pick Niners to make the playoffs at this point. Between them and who? The Vikings. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. 
And I think the Niners are a team that could do some damage as well if they get into – it depends on who they draw. I mean, if they draw, like, the right. Packers in the first round. That's going to be tough. But if they get the Cowboys, uh, they can definitely beat the, Cow- the Cowboys in a first-round playoff game. But, yeah, Niners checking in at number eight for me. Totally fair. My number eight team, a team that's – You said you didn't have the guts to put the Niners in, right? Your top I did not. But they're right there. They're right One more there. win, they they're probably right jump there. in. Sure. I don't know, who do they play this week? They play the Seahawks in Seattle. That's a win. They should win that they game. They should win that game. They're up to 7-5. and five. Yes. Pretty good. Yep, pretty good. Pretty, 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 pretty good. My number eight team, a team that the Steelers are very familiar with, so much so that they just met up with them this past weekend, Cincinnati Bengals. It's my number seven team. Oh. Yep, right there. Wow. Yeah, I mean, what can we say about this team, Tom? Joe Burrow. That they're rounding into form. They might Joe be the best Burrow's team in the guy. AFC North. That's, you could say those things. What I like, what impresses me more about the Bengals than more so than the Ravens is that they have these wins where it's not up in the air. It's not, oh my gosh, if Justin Tucker didn't make that field goal. Oh, if the Indianapolis oh. Colts could just hold on to that lead. Hold your breath. Oh my God, I can't believe if we didn't pick that ball off, we lose. Oh, like, I mean, like, if, if Lamar Jackson doesn't throw four interceptions, Cleveland runs away with that if game. If the ref doesn't ignore a blatant delay of game to put us into field goal, put us out of field goal range and we lose to the line, like, they're not having to get by by the skin of their teeth. No, no, they are not. And this, as you said, Tom, this may be the most well-rounded Cincinnati team we've, we've ever seen in our life. Yeah, I agree. The Especially defense, because of the quarterback play. The defense you always give credit to, saying they're way ahead of schedule. And I, and I believe that I believe that as well. But it's the offense that makes me so afraid of them. Joe Burrow is going to be around for the next 10 to 15 years, most likely. Injury. Jamar Chase, hands out, going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, I don't know about that. Mac Jones is probably going to win it. It's always gonna if it goes to a quarterback. It's, it's if he gets the Patriots to if he gets the Patriots to the one seed. Wow, I mean he's yes. gonna be the MV, rookie of the year. He might get MVP talk at that point. But Jamar Chase should win it. Out of sight of the quarterbacks, he's been the best. I think Jamar Chase should win it, but still, I mean, we talk about the reemergence of Joe Mixon, the the consistency. That's of, the key. The consistency of Tyler Boyd and T Higgins as. Second and third option. Mixon's the key, though. Sure. I mean, without that running offense, it's all Joe Burrow and it's all Jamar Chase. I don't know if it's as prolific. I think you can win a couple games that way, and you're going to have to because it's football. Someone's going to stop you from running the football. It's just the way it goes. So you're going to have to win through the air. But you need that balance, and they have it better than anybody, especially in the last couple weeks. And it has come into the tune of two double digit victories, one being incredibly lopsided against the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, well, how about this? Well, they they won the game against the Steelers, what, 41 to 10? 10, yeah. It wasn't at 42 to 16 against the Ravens, like six weeks Earlier back? Earlier in the year, yep. And then they were close against the Raiders, but it was like 32 to 16 was the final score against the Vegas Raiders the week prior to the Steelers. But it was never so that close. They've been blown out, too. I mean, the, right. the, Browns the Browns absolutely stuck it to them. But I got a feeling that the comeuppance are going to happen when Cincinnati goes to Cleveland later in the season. Because the Very well Bengals are rolling and the Browns are reeling. So we'll see how it goes there. But, yeah, I got the Bengals as my number seven team. My number seven team? I'm just going to say real quick sure. about the Bengals. I think that on paper, all around, best team in the AFC North. I still think they got to figure out how to win, and they're going to end up dropping a game here or there that they probably shouldn't drop. So I still think the Ravens end up with the division. But Yeah, that's fair. Got to be really impressed with what you've seen from Cincinnati. Depending on who they draw, do the Bengals get their first playoff win? No, they'll never get a playoff win. 
I hope to ever see a Bengals playoff to ever. win in my life. I'll refuse to ever. I will not believe the Bengals will win a playoff game until there's four zeros on the clock and they have more points than the other team they're playing. Sure. It's just I can't do it Sure, yet. sure, sure. I, I, I'm right with there with me. I thought I saw the Bengals win a playoff game once, and then they had like 40 yards of penalty yardage, and then the Steelers walked them off. With so. what, like 50 seconds left <laughs> to go on the clock that they gave the Steelers and they were <laughs> right. still able to do it? Uh, my number 17, I believe they were your number 10 team, the Buffalo Bills. Okay. Like I said, you can't count out Josh Allen. He's not having his best year. Not by any stretch of the imagination. No, I think I saw somewhere he has seven interceptions in his last four games. He had four in his first seven games, something like that. He even threw two picks against the Saints last uh, Thanksgiving Day. He had four touchdowns to go against it, but still, two interceptions. Not good. You're playing a team that's not playing their JV offense. That game might be a lot closer when you turn the ball over that much. If it's Javis Winston out there with Alvin Kamara? Yeah, I mean, could be a you don't want to give that team the ball two times. No, you You'll not. give Simeon the ball with their backup running backs all, all game long. Right. So I'm not going to count out a team that has Josh Allen as a quarterback, but the reason they're not as high as they were earlier this season, like number two, number three, maybe even number one at one point, it's because – He's not at the level where I expect Josh Allen to be playing at. No, the inconsistencies are definitely plaguing the Bills, and fortunately for them, the team that they're going up against in their division is like the most consistent team in football lately in the New England Patriots, and I'm sure we'll get to them in just a little bit. But number six for me— In a little bit? In a, give it give it some time. A little farther down, yeah. Number six for me, I got the Indy Colts team that oh, you okay. had at number 10. I, Colts have been playing some really impressive football until that loss to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and— I mean, they went. Even still, that was an It was a heavyweight game. fight. I yeah. mean, they were throwing haymakers back and forth at each other. You're going up against a defending Super Bowl champion. Brady got the last Tom laugh, Brady. but it was hilarious on that kick. 38-31, the only way that you can really have any chance to win that game is to return the kick, and they were so close to taking that kick to the house. Uh, they did give Carson Wentz a couple of chances at the end zone, taking it back to the Buccaneers' 30, but he was eventually picked off by Tampa Bay to end the game. Buccaneers win 38-31 to in Indianapolis, so it stinks to lose that game at home if you're the Colts. But like you said, it's there's no such thing as moral victories in the NFL, but you can't sit in your locker room and really be like, well, we're, we took a big step backwards after our winning streak by losing this game because not by any stretch of the imagination. You're, you're still rolling just as much as you had right. been. Just come back the next week and get that bad taste out of your mouth by getting a W because you're right in the thick of this playoff race for the AFC – and you're playing as good a football as anybody in the AFC right now. So I got the Colts sitting at number six. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Uh, my number six team, Baltimore Ravens. They're my number five. They keep winning, but it's not in an impressive manner, right? They they What was the final score of that game against the Browns? 13-6. Yep. Lamar Jackson cannot throw four interceptions. He just can't do it. The Ravens have six wins in games that have been decided by seven points or fewer this year. No team has more one-score wins this season, and only once in the past five seasons has a team had more than six one-score victories through the first 12 weeks of the NFL season. So they're 8-3. and three. They could be 3-8. and eight. Easily. Yeah. That's why I'm not going to put them any higher. I'm not going to— let them There's breach. still some trust issues with that team, sure. right? They're not gonna. They're not gonna touch my top five. There's a difference between making your top ten and your top five. Eight wins through twelve weeks, I cannot discount. Like I said, they're my number five team. So okay, I, I had them cracking the top five a little bit higher. I 
they're number one in the AFC right now. I don't know for how long that's going to last. Um, I, just I, I, there's something about them that I'm not ready to just you know jump all the way in and cannonball in on the Ravens and say, oh yeah, this team's a Super Bowl contender. They're maybe it's that lack of being able to kill teams or they always kind of scraping by by the skin. I feel like that's going to come back to bite you and even out come the playoffs. I mean, sure, you've won all these one-score games in the regular season, but, I mean, water always finds its level as far as that's concerned. So you'd have to assume that they're going to start losing these close games. And, hell, maybe that even comes to the form of, of a loss against the Steelers this Sunday at Heinz Field. And just as an aside, all the, a lot of people that are like, well, the Steelers got crushed by the Bengals. The Ravens are going to do that times 10. Uh, no one really blows anybody out in this rivalry, first right. of all. And second of all, the Ravens don't blow anybody out at all this year. And the Steelers, to their credit, other than that game last week, which was the outlier, they haven't gotten blown out at all this year either. So if you're thinking it's going to be a blowout, I'd think again. It's going to be a lot closer than you think on Sunday. I agree. I, I, it's just not the Ravens' way to blow a seat out this Especially year. the Steelers. No. The, that, that game is always coming down to the toe of Tucker or Boswell or A.B. stretching right. at the goal line. Like It's always coming down to the very end. So right. I, I don't see the Ravens really – dragging the Steelers this Sunday in Heinz Field. I expect a really close game, but the Ravens have a lot of experience in winning those close games. They do. Just laid it I out. mean, more so than anyone. Yeah. By, by a wide margin, too. My Start of your top team, five? You take a guess? Is it the Chiefs? It, well, Tom, great I, guess. I didn't even put the Chiefs in my top ten. Really? Put them completely out. Bye week. Well, they were on the bye. Out of sight, so out of mind. To move the needle. They're seven and four. I mean. However... With the loss by the Chargers, they're gonna rock week, it up though. It, it the AFC West, I'm calling it. It's week it's week thirteen, I'm calling it. Even only the, with them only a game up and the Chargers with a win over them already, you're gonna call it. Who you got in that game coming up? Chargers Chiefs. Yep. Oh, the Chiefs all day. By far. All day. Do you trust the the Broncos and the and the Raiders to continue to stack wins? I'm using air quotes here. I bet the Broncos and the Raiders can beat. A lot of teams that you don't think they can beat, I bet they lose all their games against the Chiefs that they still have remaining. Sure. Uh, I got the Chiefs winning that division. I got the Chiefs stacking wins to the point where they could easily get that number one overall seed. R ridiculous. You couldn't even put a, find them a spot in your top ten. Yeah, Mahomes was uh, you know, starting to hit the skids a little bit, and the Chiefs weren't, weren't going to make the playoffs just four weeks ago, and now we're talking maybe MVP for Mahomes in the first place in the conference for the Chiefs. But they got to get there first. And, and you couldn't find a spot for them in your top ten. And look, it it's so reactionary, this league, and how Wild we talk about it. Wild to you put the, the three-game losing streak L.A. Rams. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. But it's my power rankings and whatever. Um one thing I was going to say, though, about the Chiefs, you know, everybody's, you know, oh, they're figured out, they're hot now, they'll run the table now, they'll potentially be the one seed, toughest team to beat. I bet there's a game or two they drop that they shouldn't down the stretch. Maybe I mean, it's the NFL. The Steelers? Maybe. Their defense has been playing really well lately. I bet that water finds its level again too, though. I bet they have a stinker coming up in their in their maybe in their upcoming games. So if that's it, won't be against the Steelers. The defense will be no. Just the Steelers' fine. defense will win that football game for the Steelers if if anybody's huh. going to. Number four for me, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, so do I. Going into Indianapolis, do we have the same top four here? Should we should we test the waters this early? Let's talk about the Bucks and then we'll go three, two, one. I. I don't know how to make up them because it's it's such a, like, Brady just kind of wades in the water in the regular season, and then they just take off in the playoffs. And, I mean, he's well, not he, really, he's he not really wading. They're in the three seed right now. They had a two-game losing streak. 
with the bye between. He's thrown a lot of interceptions lately, too. I think he has, like, six picks in his past couple games. I forget who they beat last week. The Colts. No, no, no. The week prior to get back on track. Did they win last week? Yeah, they did. Because they, they, they had gone. They were I know they had lost streak. to the football team. And the Saints. Oh, they beat the Giants on Monday night. That's oh, right. They that's destroyed right, right. the Giants destroyed on Monday night them. football. I forgot and about that they, Monday night they game. Had a real, they had a, a good, not prove it game, because they've already been proven. Yeah, they don't have to prove anything. But they took care of business. Tom Brady did not say, oh, I, I'm with the Bucks now. Throw everything out the window for my history against the Colts. No, they went in and won that game. Yeah, he went into, like, uh, Jack Nicholas in The Shining. Here's Tommy coming into to Lucas Oil Stadium, just torturing Colts fans yet again. They got the Falcons this week, so... I think they should improve to nine and three on the season. All right, going three, two, one here. I, I I have a feeling we got the same teams. Number three, I think the New England Patriots. Is that where you got them landed? Yeah. Yep. Number three, got the Patriots. Number two, the Arizona yeah. Cardinals, and number one, the Green Bay Packers. Wow. How do we always do this? We always have like our top six go back and forth, but our top three, especially in a year like this, you know, because there's no like guaranteed elite in the NFL this year. There's a wide range of teams that I think could put their hand in the pile for winning the Super Bowl. It's not like, oh, the Packers and the Cardinals are far and ahead of everybody else without any flaws whatsoever, and they'll be the teams that are on one track to meet in the NFC Championship. Like, there's like six teams I could see making the NFC Championship game. I think there's nine I could see making the AFC Championship yeah, game. It's, so, it's all over. So it's all over. So it is a little odd that we're so simpatico when we get to this top. But let's start the Patriots. Can we wait? wait, wait. Can we do the opposite? Start with, start with the Packers. Yeah, that's fine with me. Down? Number one team in both our power rankings, the Green Bay Packers. Uh, big bounce back win for them after losing to the Vikings by taking care of business against the Rams at Lambeau Field. Rodgers at Lambeau Field has been magnificent this year. Packers have not lost the game at Lambeau, and they are on track to be the one seed in the NFC. So. If they get that bye week of rest before the playoffs start for them, if they play every one of their games at Lambeau Field, they can do a lot of damage. Now, granted, they played all their games at Lambeau Field last I year, and Tom Brady that. came in and beat them in the NFC Championship game. But, I mean, you'd rather play at Lambeau than not. Of course. And, you know, that happened. That was hard to believe in his long career. That was Aaron Rodgers' first NFC Championship game played at home. Wild. I, I remember when he went to the Super Bowl and beat the Steelers, they were a six seed, so that makes sense. They were on the road the entire time on that, but that run. But every other year since. He's always going 13-3 and three or 12-4. and four. So like, and it's just not enough. It's just not enough. To th he goes 12-4, and four, a team goes 13-3. and three. He goes 11-5, and five, a team goes 12-4. and four. It's just He goes 13-3, a team goes 14-3. <laughs> right. It's just always seemed to elude him except for last year, and this year he's definitely on the right track, of course. They have that tiebreaker over the Cardinals in their back pocket, lest you forget they beat them on Thursday night a couple weeks ago. So, However, I think the Cardinals only have two losses. The Packers have three of the year. That is correct. The so Cardinals right, it doesn't matter off. if they have the tiebreaker. If the Cardinals finish with less losses, that's that's the tiebreaker. Yes, that is the tiebreaker. But the Packers still need to play their have their bye week. So that's why that, oh, okay, that record. Okay, they have okay. the same amount of wins. Okay. They all have nine wins. So Packers need to take a week off still, which Got is – Coming this weekend, actually, as there I believe, go. which is good timing for Rodgers as he tries to get over COVID toe because he definitely COVID is COVID toe. toe. Right. Yeah. Uh, number two, we got the Arizona Cardinals. They were on a bye this week, so out of sight, out of mind. Another team that really needed the bye week to come because Kyler Murray needs to come back. Look, you get two wins. Out, you go two and one with Colt McCoy. That's a huge win for them. They could have easily gone zero and three and fallen right back into the heart of the pack if 
things kind of went the way we expect them to go with Colt McCoy playing, but they're a really good team all around. And now you were able to get by without Kyler for three weeks. You get an extra week for him to, to really get back to, to full strength. Should be back this coming week for their game. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks, better young quarterbacks in the NFL and as dynamic as Lamar Jackson can be. Uh, he gets an easy test right off the bat as he goes to Chicago to try to shake off the cobwebs next uh-huh. week. And then he welcomes the L.A. Rams to his house two weeks from now in a big game, a game that really could give them control of the NFC West. That's got to be a must win, I, I think. Well, if they win it, it's is pretty that, much is a that, walk. Is, that, is that the the lock for the division? I mean, it wouldn't officially be, but I th- I would think so. I think they'd pretty much walk their way to it at, after that point. But right now, it's all about getting Kyler Murray back healthy for them yeah. and just trying to stack as many wins as they possibly can because it's weird. They kind of go back and forth. Easy game against the Bears, tough one against the Rams. Easy game against the Lions, tough one against the Colts on Christmas Day. Tough one against the Cowboys after that but then an easy one against the Seahawks to end the season, right. which might not be as easy because Seattle might be like, screw we our can't, we can't division rival. Let's yeah. take them out of the one seed by handing them a loss at the end of the year. So a little up and down for the Cardinals as they go down the stretch run, but certainly poised to make the playoffs this year. Don't think don't think they'll be collapsing out of the no, playoffs no. this We're season. We're too far down for that to happen. And finally, number three, we got the New England Patriots. So the reason I wanted to start with one, make our way down to three, is – are the Patriots the scariest team out of those top three? Nah, I'd be more afraid of the Packers, really? I think, than anybody still right now. Um, and honestly— See, the reason I say it is because— Are the Chiefs scarier than the Patriots? No. No? No. I don't know about that. Bill Belichick, the playoff team? Oh, don't get me wrong. They're both pretty terrifying teams right now. And the really good defense? Defense for New England has played out of its mind. Matt Judon? Matt Judon has been a great signing for them. Uh, and Mac Jones is just doing everything they need him to do, playing efficient right. football, not making any big mistakes, and starting to push the ball down the field more. He had his career high in passing yards last week in their win against the Titans, going over the 300-yard mark. So they got things cooking in New England. Uh, I definitely think they'll make the playoffs. Division obviously still up in the air. The Bills have a lot to say about that. But like we said, we'll find out this Monday night when those two teams do battle for the first time right. this year. It'll really set the tone for how the – AFC East, and honestly, maybe the AFC the in general AFC, is going right. to go. Because I could really, really envision – I keep saying this and forgetting about the Chiefs, but the two two really good contenders are out of the East with the Bills and the Patriots yeah, now. Yeah, they are. But all of them are going to lose to the Chiefs. We all know that's coming. We'll see. I'd love to see Chiefs-Patriots in the playoffs. Belichick versus Mahomes. I think that would be a hell of a matchup. I want to see, the, I wanna see the championship game, though. be a really, really great matchup between those two teams. So – Patriots definitely on track to make the playoffs. I want to see it in the, in the championship game because I believe those are the two best teams. Right. I now. want to see it as like a preliminary thing, and then we have to watch Bills Patriots or Bills Chiefs or Ravens Patriots or Ra- I want that to send the winner to the Super Bowl. It'll also be interesting to see if the Ravens match up against the Patriots in the playoffs. See how Bill would handle Lamar. going up against Lamar yeah. in that offense. Yeah. So I don't think they have, they've done that. Since Lamar's come in, I don't think they face each other in the playoffs. Uh, not in the playoffs. You're right, not right. in the playoffs. Couple regular season meetings. There for was sure, that Sunday though. night game I think two years ago where Lamar ran all over them. <laughs> That's right. Brady wasn't playing in that game, was he? I think he was. I thought he it was. It was 2019, so yeah, he was still there. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think they played last year too, and Cam Newton got hurt, and Brian Hoyer had to play, and they yeah, they so got run was, all over again by the Baltimore Ravens, but. 
Patriots, it really did not take Bill Belichick long to not get that team right back up and running, and they are certainly in contention for the East, but also in contention for the AFC Conference as a whole. I'll do it for Week 13's Power Rankings. That'll do, pig. We'll be back again next Wednesday with Week 14's Power Rankings. But like I said, we got some more episodes coming up this week of the Steelers Standard, diving into the NFL action and Steelers-Ravens this Sunday at Heinz Field. So do not miss that. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Opferman. Always appreciate you guys listening, and we'll talk to you next time.